live from Rejectville, USA. You are now chilling with the Rejects. Today we have a special guest, and we will introduce her later on in the show. But right now, let's introduce our teammates who are chilling with me today in the Reject Roundtable. First of all, it's SG3. What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3. How are you guys? Uh, I'm going to toss it over to my main man to the side, Tony the Kid. Go ahead, man. Introduce yourself, brother. Yes, guys, it's me, Tony the Kid. Thank you for joining us today on our special episode. Uh, like Director RJ said, we do have a special guest. So I'm going to hand it back to him and let him introduce. Thank y'all. I thought it was going to be you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Well, our special guest is actually a cosplay artist. Her name is uh, Exes, right? Yes. Yeah. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on our show. Um, I only just hand it back to our host, Tony Kidd, because he knows how to run this more than I do. <laughs> I get nervous when it comes to talking. Yes, for sure. Thank you, Axis, for joining us today. Um, I'm going to hand the floor to you and tell us about yourself and uh, leave the floor for yourself. Go right ahead. Cool. So I have been cosplaying since 2011. That was when I went to my first comic book collection, uh, convention, and it was San Diego Comic-Con, which was nice and real lucky. Um, I saw so many cosplayers there just having a blast. There was... There used to be this trend at San Diego Comic-Con where there would be dozens of Slave Leia cosplayers Ooh. and it would just, you'd just see like Slave Leia's all over the place and you'd see men dressed up as Slave Leia and they would do these awesome group photos and um, it just, it looked like something that I wanted to be a part of. So I literally just went home and became the cosplayer. Very cool. Very cool. Um... I guess, I guess, first question, we'll start from me then. Um, as far as cosplaying, what has been thus far your biggest issue lately with the uh, whole Comic-Cons not joining? Has it uh, been a little frustrating or has it been a little bit more inspirational of your creativity kind of building some new ideas and what you could think about just because of this whole COVID-19 pandemic and not being able to join into an actual Comic-Con now? Yeah, unfortunately, um, it's... It's hit everybody with yeah. every hobby, every industry, True. all around. And cosplay is not, um, it's definitely been hit. Uh, I do a lot of charity cosplay events, yeah. and I can't do any of those, can't do any cons. But I am the type of cosplayer who kind of, I, I don't thrive at cons as much as some of the other cosplayers do. They do this like whole crazy con crunch the yeah. night before, the week before, and... They just, they get so much out of cons and I've been to so many that I just, like, it's okay. Yeah. But the fact that uh, COVID is happening in general has definitely been, uh, definitely caused a lack of motivation for me this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's been a little big hit. I think we're, me and uh, Director RJ, we're starting to get in the momentum of joining, you know, actually participating a lot more at, at Comic Cons. And I think just this past last year was pretty cool where we did the, um, the whole dress up Mario Brothers, and I think we would have had a nice, nice little idea this coming up here. I think we were planning on doing, if I'm not mistaken, the turtles. If director RJ kind of had an idea like that, I think this year we we're going to do the turtles, but I wasn't too sure. And the turtles between Batman, one of the two. But okay, <laughs> I'll leave. to be turtles, but like in human form. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, go go ahead, director RJ. You got a question for Exus today? Yeah, access. Uh, my question would be, what interests you into cosplay? Like, what got you into it? Um, it was definitely needing a creative outlet. Um, I really like how many different hobbies go into cosplay. There's sewing, painting, prop making, photography, mm-hmm. 3D printing, um, editing. And I do mostly uh, self-shoots. So I have a photography set up at home, and um, it's it's just endless. There's, like, never a lack of something to do. Definitely. Okay. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Uh, what would, had been your first – I would have to ask. I'm sorry again. Uh, actually, your first costume. What was your first cosplay that you actually going out to be? Uh, it was like Leia. Say Leia for sure? Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's nice. Inspired by – you know, first con. Yeah. SG3, any questions, any Q&As? I actually have one. So, um, 
I've been guessing your favorite cosplay has been say, uh, Slave Leia. Let's say aside from Slave Leia, which has been your favorite cosplay to have done or to have uh, performed or to have gotten dressed up for? Probably Zelda. I didn't make Zelda, but it had... Um, it was it was one that I bought, and I was so happy with the purchase, and it was something that I couldn't have made that good myself. So that was nice, and I have been playing Zelda games since, like, before I could read, and <laughs> I will always love Zelda. <laughs> I think that's one game I have to get an idea. I got to read up on a little bit for myself. I think when it came to Zelda... I did play it for sure for Super Nintendo, but the only issue I had is I didn't get the game at all whatsoever. I just ended up playing it just because. You had the little sword, you kind of played around a little bit and enjoyed yourself and whatnot. Um, But I didn't know how to beat it. I didn't know what storyline it was going to. I didn't really get into it until it came out for Super Smash Brothers, and I think that's when I became cool with Link and actually was like, man, I would like to see a nice movie. Or, or this nice little TV series, which I think is coming out possibly, or, or I'm not sure if they're working on that one, which I hope they are if they do. Um, and I want to see a little bit more of more of that because everyone else gets their nice little um, background and their fan base and stuff like that. I think Zelda needs to get a little bit more bigger in my perspective. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they can always get bigger. Yes, exactly. Uh, any other questions, Director RJ? I'm trying to think here. <laughs> um, no, it's because I know they do have a lot of questions, but like for some reason, I'm like you know frozen in time today. Can't think at all. Drawing blank. Now, uh, actually, I do have one. Uh, X is for the next. I guess going future wise, any special um, things coming up as far as like cosplay costumes? You got any shoots coming out just for your solo self at the moment right now? Anything you're working on? Yeah, actually, it's. It's funny because I spent this entire year not, I didn't even finish a costume this year, I don't think, but I have a photo shoot coming up on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be shooting Batgirl from Gotham Knights, so that's the game that's coming out next this year, Yes, and I'm super excited for that. Definitely. I did, I I did see that purple that you had on there. I did see a little bit of the like uh, tease, so I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm actually kind of somewhat yeah. excited for that, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. The cost, I, I really love the costume, and um, I'm actually shooting with a photographer for this one because I want to, um, I guess it's always my goal to get as close to the character and like the source material as possible. Yeah. I'm not the type to be content with a selfie, which is totally fine for the cosplayers who just want to dress up and like take a couple photos as memory. Yeah. Um, I like to become the character i guess um and that goes into like the charity stuff that i do i like to dress up as a superhero and (laughs) pretend to be one um but other than batgirl i have another one sitting right here that i can't talk about yet but i have all of the photos done and (laughs) i'm sorry Um, after that there is a it's an odd one it's not like a normal cosplay but my friend wanted to do this latex suit that Miley Cyrus did in a YouTube video, uh-huh. not a YouTube video, in a music video, and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to learn how to work with latex, so yeah. that's another thing that we'll be doing after that. There you go. See, I guess it's a, it's a new experience for you, so that's cool. There you go. Yeah. And as yeah, far as as far as the new project, don't worry. We don't want we don't we don't need any good spoilers like that. Let's keep it let's keep it uh, the suspense momentum going for you. So that's actually pretty good. So I'll leave it at that. But yeah. I guess it's it's, it's good. I mean, with even though with this whole COVID and this pandemic, I think the the positive of it is the creative mind can just keep flowing for you and just make sure you don't stop. You know, just keep up with it. You got so far looking at your content, you got great content access. Um, and it's actually awesome. It's very awesome. So I love to see what's coming for the future, especially the bat one. Uh, the bat one. That bad girl's gonna be pretty cool. I'm excited to see that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're all Batman fans, so it's not like we're like super biased or anything. Either. Right. We're just looking forward to that bad girl. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm- Literally, I want to do every single Batgirl I can possibly do. It's stupid. Like, I have an unfinished Batgirl sitting behind me right there. Yeah. I have, which is uh, Batgirl Burnside. And then the latex suit, since mine is going to be black, I actually want to do um, 
Kane's Batgirl with like the full like scary cowl. Oh, okay. And I think that would be super good, and especially having like the base suit already done. Yeah. From the previous project, like that's that's perfect. I love being able to reuse stuff for new projects. But very good, very good. I'll be happy. I'll be glad to see it for sure. Be excited. Just because it's actually just cool to see cool versions of them, and it, just to get the respect that, especially Batgirl, put that way, put in this perspective, especially Batgirl, getting the respect that she deserves of being a character. So, love it, love it, love it. Now, um, I guess any other Q and A's for from the other rejects at the moment right now? Compliment because I follow her page. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say I'm a fan of Green Lantern cosplay. Oh, thank you. Actually. Yes, thank you yeah, for bringing that up. Favorites, like, I, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is that you do where uh, I think you're like in outer space, the edit that he did. You're in outer space and you have your hand out and the ring is like glowing. I'm like, that's so badass. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun edit. Thanks. I wanted to know uh, the, the car, the Green Lantern car. Now, was is that actually yours or was that something that you got for, you know, just for the image for it at the moment? Uh, yeah, it's mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. That is that is really cool. I'm like, when I saw the picture, I'm like, I wonder if that's her actual car. Because if that is, that's an awesome car. Especially me driving down the street like that and be like, what's up, guys? <laughs> that's cool. That is very cool. Congratulations. I need to fix up my car or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. <laughs> All right, any other questions? Actually, I have another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have another one. Um, so you said that you like to take the photography and like, do the charity events. What got you into doing like the photography for yourself? What got you like to say, you know what, let me dress up as a superhero for charity events? Like, what got you into that kind of like into that field, into that mindset? The photography aspect came from the fact that... Um, Cosplay is really expensive, and photographers do deserve to charge whatever they feel is appropriate, but in in a situation where a cosplayer isn't monetizing their content, it's mm-hmm. difficult to add in professional services, really, yeah. because then that means that you're paying for the costume and the makeup and the wigs and everything that goes into all of that, and then on top of it, you're paying somebody for their time and their knowledge and all that stuff, so I I started by taking phone pictures, and then I picked up a camera just as early as I could. Um, I've upgraded the lenses since then, but I just... It, it basically just was trying to be practical and not because spe- I could easily spend thousands on cosplay like yeah. I do. And being able to take the photos myself is part of that creative outlet. And I do really, it's actually one of my favorite parts is taking the photos and especially editing them. Mm-hmm. And that goes into like trying to get as close to the source material as I can. Yeah. So that's photography and I love it. And for the charity work, there are a couple people that I have followed on Instagram since I started my page in 2018. Um, AZ Tony Stark is a big cosplayer in Arizona Mm. and he, his real name is Tony. He looks like Tony Stark. He has multiple full body Iron Man suits and he is a great example of bringing the character to life. They do a lot of um, hospital visits, and so he's his own charity, and then there's another charity that I'm a part of, and we kind of have a, a broader view, and we can it's, – it's just a different goal. Um, we raise money to benefit um, children's advocacy centers, yeah. and so a lot of that can involve going to cons because people stop by, take a picture with the, the superheroes – the kids get a kick out of it. Like I had a girl, um, just like whenever a kid tells you like you're my favorite superhero, like that's that's really cool. Yes. Um, I've had to tell kids like, no man, I can't be like slinging webs here. It's in the middle of a convention. There's too many people around, and it's just really fun. And it's it's nice to give back, and at the same time, I get to do it like as a superhero, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely, definitely. I think that's the one cool thing when it comes to cosplaying is the kids' reaction. Because when you're dressing up, especially one of their favorite characters, it's like at that moment they're not really too sure of like, are you real or are you make believe type of thing. And the fact that in their mind you're real, it's like just like oh, the imagination that's coming through their mind, the excitement that comes out of their eyes, the the way they talk. It's a good feeling. It's a very good feeling. Yeah. Very positive. Uh, any other questions from the rejects? Yeah, actually, thinking about what you just said, um, based on, you know, the kids and all the reactions and everything, what is, like, a real uh, favorite moment that you ever experienced as a cosplayer? Like, just a good memory you've ever had. Ooh, good one. Uh, so not charity specifically? Like, um, you go to Comic-Con and, uh, like, a kid comes up to you, like you said a while ago, uh, your costume, you know, they loved it. Do you ever had, like, is there any moment where you felt so good about being in that costume? Um, there's probably one at, like, every convention that I go to. Um, I think I get really good interactions with people when I do Spider-Gwen or Mary Jane, because that's one of the... Um, they're big characters. They're very, very recognizable. And there are a lot of people who grew up reading, um, Spider-Man comics and getting like called by the name of the character is always really cool. Um, having girls tell me that I'm their favorite superhero and just, just stuff like that. Like seeing girls who grew up and are growing up knowing that they can like stuff that like boys like they can like nerdy stuff there's absolutely nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. and being able to be a role model for five seconds for those girls is great definitely definitely i think that's one positive aspect to it too as well it's it's i think it's one area where we um we as gentlemen i guess you would say where back in the days that's that was our thing and when it came to the girls it was very um kind of frowned upon of them actually liking stuff like that where you stick to your Barbies or what have you or anything like that. You can't be doing what these, this is a guy, this is a, this is a boyish thing. You know what I mean? You guys can't do this. This is in one area and to kind of show them like we can do it too. We got this, you know, any, you guys are involved. Look at this superhero, superhero girl. Like this is, they can also be participating in that and just have as much fun as we are. And it's, it's actually helping a lot. And I love, I love that direction. It's actually good for my daughters. I got three little ones, and I'm actually would be okay with them dressing up as. Well, actually, my middle one loves her Batgirl costume that we got for her, and she just puts it on randomly every so often. I come home, and there she is with her little costume on. So, yeah, exactly. So it's like cool, very good. And my my oldest has a Wonder Woman, and my uh, my baby she has the Supergirl. So what? When they start dressing up and they come home and you see that, that's actually fun. That's actually very fun to see. So, it's a lightning. Um, any questions, guys? Any other ones? No, I don't have another one. She answered all my questions I had. Very good. All right. We'll jump on to the, the actual purpose of the show. Now, this aspect of the show, we wanted to talk about Wonder Woman. Uh, 1984, that came out a couple weeks ago, December 25th, uh, Christmas Day. Now, we all, well, I guess three of us saw it. I, I think, I'm pretty sure actually three did not see it just yet. You know, he get, he's he's more of our sports guy, so he's a little bit behind in that homework. But that's okay. That's all right, actually, three. No worries. Uh, you want to go there? Because we can go there. <laughs> I got you next round. No, we'll leave it at that. Now, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, I did see it. I have my aspects of it. Um, I know Director RJ and I had conversations. Access, we kind of had a little conversation about it. So let's get a little something in there. Um, as far, what's it like finally to see Wonder Woman get her big screen debut in her own solo films? Access, we'll leave that question. We'll start that one off with you, my darling. Uh, it's great. It's about time. It's I'm I'm glad that. DC is sometimes capable of making good films, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that the first Wonder Woman film was one of those. Yes, definitely. I like how you said first time when they <laughs> one, especially the one of one of some films they make is very good. So I'll leave I'll leave that one up. Uh, 
Director RJ, what do you think? Wonder Woman wise. You actually excited to see her back on screen? I know I know uh, personal talk, but what about you? I completely were her uh, since her debut. I've I've said it before uh, with you, Tony K, when we were talking. Ever since I saw her in Fast and Furious, I've always loved Gal Gadot in the role for Wonder Woman. Yes. So um, I think this was a probably like the right timing for someone to cast um, her into a film because I couldn't like in the eighties and nineties I could never find an actress who could really um, bring out the proper. Uh, how do you say, like the Amazonian feel that you would have looking at Wonder Woman coming out there and fighting. Very true. So I'm actually, I love the fact that she's in films now. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I love the fact that she's in now, you know, like not not in the 90s, not in the 80s, that she has um, an impact now as it is. Yes. Very good. Ashley 3, we'll, we'll actually ask you that question. I'm pretty sure um, you can answer this one. As far as seeing a Wonder Woman on screen um, and getting some solo time, at that too as well. What what do you feel about that? Is it it's um on the positive side? <clears throat> to add to Miss X's comment or excess, I don't know how you want to be referred to us. My apologies. Um, to add to your comment though, it's it's about time. It's about time. The fact that you know that superheroes, well, excuse me, Marvel and DC start going, you know, with the with the solo and actually start showing the heroine, you know. Being the being the main person because for the longest time all we just saw was the guys. So now the fact that the women are getting their chance and the women are now not just being part of a storyline but they're having their own. <clears throat> excuse me. Really, really does show how much we have evolved and how much it keeps growing and basically everything that's going to keep coming out. I'm excited for whatever happens next. Yes, I know I'm behind on the homework. I haven't seen either one of the two. I apologize to everyone that I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, I actually do like the fact you know that she, that she has her that she has her own movie. Can't wait to see what they do with her in the future. Very true. Um, my perspective on it, it's actually yes, about time to have one woman be in the solo films. Uh, it's a good limelight. I uh, would back on uh, director RJ would kind of back that one up. It's actually, you know, you really couldn't feel an actress to kind of fill in that role for to be Wonder Woman. I think the main person you can kind of think of in the 90s would have been Angelina Jolie. But there was always something that you probably would have been like, "Eh, not too sure if she was thick enough or something like that to kind of get that feeling of, you know, that powerness that comes from being the Wonder Woman character, which the cartoons we watched back in the days, it really depicted her really well. She wasn't too feminine. She was more of, she can battle out just like the men. She was just as powerful as Superman. And it kind of gave you that good feeling like once you get your film, once you get your solo movie, it's going to be phenomenal. And to be honest, when Gail Godot first was um, chosen to be Wonder Woman, we had our issues because I guess of her size. She wasn't, you know, really thick enough. She put herself on shape. The type of costume she wore was beneficial to what her image was. Um, not too, not too showing too much and not too revealing but also just enough to say I'm a woman. This is, you know, you're going to accept me as me and I'm just as powerful and I can kick just as much as butt as any person in the world. So don't mess with me, which was even better. Um, as far as those solo movies, love the first one. Second one, got my issues. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, it's actually glad to see her um, getting her getting her limelight, getting, getting that showing. And with cartoons coming up, it's actually good to see that she's even going the the brand is expanding a lot more better so i'll go with that uh next thing um could her solo film be done earlier i guess we kind of dabbed into that so could it done earlier um director rj i move this on to you what do you think on that one hmm. <laughs> um very true if you would have done something within the time when uh, Xena Warrior Princess was out there, which was, I think, Ooh. earlier 90s. Yeah. Um, we could have had a good Amazonian um, feel in those days, too. Mm. But like you said, casting and hard to find. You would have probably had to pick an unknown actress to play Wonder Woman. Um, but I would have loved to have seen it in the 90s based on just someone from the Xena... Uh, like the director of Xena directing it and writing it. I think it would have had a nice, beautiful 
um, movie off of that. Yeah. yeah. And at that time, I already we already done a Batman and Batman Returns, so we were like we had a big gap in no films of superheroes for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think Wonder Woman made a huge impact in that time too. Very true. Very true. Uh, SG3, do you think her solo film could have been done earlier or would have been this time frame? Actually, it's just right right now. I feel like, I'll be honest, you know me, how I've been kind of like the devil's advocate. Someone say it was just right Yeah. Um, at this point because of the technology, because of the way it has advanced. I don't feel that you could have done the same technology-wise back in the 90s or even the early 2000s. Yeah. Big One big example for sure, I'm going to go a little bit on the other side of the spectrum and I'm going to say Black Panther. Same as I think I feel with Black Panther, same as the way I feel with Wonder Woman. I don't feel like you could have done it any sooner. I feel like they're coming out at the right time right now because of the fact that we have the technology to support these films. We have the technology to make these films look spectacular, look amazing, and look just even better than what they're supposed to. Um, I wonder what they would have done back in the 90s, back in the early 2000s, but I feel like right now it's the perfect time to do it. Very good. Uh, Exus, we're going on with this question. Could had could her solo film have been done earlier? Just like SG three kind of pointed out, which I love this point. Um, this time frame just perfect right now. How things are. I actually agree with him. I think it's fine that it came out in 2017. The <laughs> sorry. Um, the timing is good as far as how the film looked, and I think it was well received and more so than it would have been earlier yeah very good i I would agree with that too i think um this this time frame would it's actually going well just because of uh what they're doing with the movement with captain marvel and the whole um i guess you would say the aspect of women getting their actual limelight of you know kind of bringing up with movies back in the days, I guess it was real male-driven industry, and it was really hard to kind of see it being done properly and respectively um, in that ac- in that access. Um, but pertaining to director RJ's point, it's actually a good point when it came to having that writer who did Xena, which I actually totally forgot about to be honest. Um, but if you would have had a writer with from Xena, whoever was participating in that. Would have been perfect with the storyline, possibly at that time frame. Maybe in a TV show with Wonder Woman, which when she got her TV show was actually perfect too as well. It's just I think we had that time frame where we got a lot of Batman, a lot of Superman, more of the 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 light kind of shine on them a little bit. And nowadays it's actually just perfect, just because of where everything is going and the respect that they're getting was actually a lot better. So I love it. I actually love it. Um, next one. When was the first time you saw Wonder Woman? It be in the comic book, costume, cartoon, TV show, or anywhere else? SG three. What was the first time you actually laid your eyes on a Wonder Woman? And at that, did you have that old school, you know, she's hot type of status? <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, God. Can, can I say pass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember unfortunately <laughs> um, not trying to focus on anybody but I don't remember really because um, a lot of the time with me and, and director Vesper Farage over there talking it was mostly about Lois Lane and his conversation always was man Lois Lane like Loki wants Batman you mm-hmm. know she's over here like the Superman like that was a lot of the conversation we had when I was growing up mm-hmm. but man I think if the only time I remember I was maybe like 12, 13, so almost 20 years ago, goodness, I'm older than all of, than all of Dirk, but not the point of the conversation. Um, and that's when I remember that we actually brought up like Wonder Woman, and that's kind of like when I saw it, yeah. and I was just like, man, sweet, alright, cool. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably it. Um, back to you. Alright, sounds good. Exes, when was the first time you saw Wonder Woman? It being a cartoon I have no comic idea. book, probably oh. like in a comic. Growing up, <laughs> oh. I mean, she's been like such a staple. Like Batman has, so mm-hmm. I can't true. really remember a specific time. Gotcha. Was did you ever get into the whole um, 
the Justice League cartoon that was pretty a big hit. Actually, it was a really huge hit, to be honest. I mm-hmm. never knew how big of a hit that was when it came to Justice League cartoon. No, I didn't. Oh, oh you gotta get, that's a good series you should get into. I actually love, love her aspect depiction in that one. Uh, Director RJ, first time you saw Wonder Woman. I think I was like five or six years old when I was just scroll, scrolling through the TV channels. Mm-hmm. And they were showing reruns of uh, Linda Carter's uh, Wonder Woman on TV. And I'm looking at this girl spinning. I'm like, what is she spinning for? And mm-hmm. then, you know, next thing you know, she turns into Wonder Woman. Yeah. And uh, I got hooked on watching Linda Carter for a while. Um, more memorable, though, I think would be the cartoon Super Friends. And like you said, Justice League would be more of uh, me getting hooked more onto Wonder Woman, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first time for me, I guess. Uh, oh, shoot. Comic book. I saw... Oh, yeah. yeah, mine was the comic book. Let for me sure. ask. Go ahead. Yeah, what was your first time, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first time, yes. It was a comic book for sure. Uh, I definitely... It was one of the... Um, it was one of the Justice League comic books that uh, Alex had which is my brother um, he had uh, he had a bunch of the Superman costumes he had a Justice League uh, co- um, comic book and you know reading and what like just reading the actual comic book at that time frame watching actually mostly was uh, I never read it was really watch, looking at the actual images just scrolling through um, and seeing her how they put her fight style was freaking fantastic she was pounding it out she was freaking throwing dudes and it was like as if as if that wasn't even you know i guess you would say like she did the whole little girly thing it was really like i'm gonna get in there blood and guts and i'm gonna beat you up to the pulp so i actually thought that was pretty cool I'm, and no lie it was my young little boy mind saying she could beat me up anytime she wants to it's all good she looks good even though it was just a picture of her so that's that's I guess my boyish thing as a little boy looking at. Um, now moving on to the 1984 talk, we'll get into that movie now. Finally, uh, Exodus. We'll start with you on this one, my darling. Uh, pros of the movie. Uh, what do you think? The biggest pro is that Gal was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know. The movie was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I really didn't love it. Gotcha. And I couldn't really tell you any pros other than the actors. Got you. Got you. So let's say, um, the score on Rotten Tomatoes, do you kind of follow that a little bit at all when it comes to the scores, when they put Rotten Tomatoes kind of put on there, does it make a difference when you judge a movie of somewhat? No, I don't usually look at reviews. Um, especially before I see a film. Yeah. I wanted to see Wonder Woman, so, you know, I saw it, and I did look at the reviews after, because I was kind of, I was torn. I went in thinking, all right, this is another um, movie from Patty, and it's, she made the first one, the second one's going to be awesome, too. Correct. And just, it it was a bit of a letdown, Mm -hmm. and so I did eventually look up reviews to see, like, am I just being a jerk about it or what so <laughs> i, I kind of i'll agree with you on that one i kind of put my mind in that aspect of it too of i don't want to judge a movie too harshly and let me see it first before i hear anything else and let me put my own judgment to it and once i do that then let me see if my judgment is correctly in final line with everyone else and what they thought of so i agree with you on that one for sure um director rj move on to you uh pros of the movie what did you? What was your pros of the movie? I love the scenery in uh, Themyscira when they show the Amazons and they're doing that like Amazonian Olympics type of thing going on. Mm-hmm. I was really, I always love watching the Amazons when they're doing their things and everything. Yes. Um, so that'd be a big pro for me. Um, I think Gal Gadot, definitely Gal Gadot is always going to be a pro for me. She's amazing as Wonder Woman, so no matter what she does, any movie she's in as Wonder Woman, I'm going to always love to watch her. So those are my two pros. Other than that, I um, can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else? Uh, at, well, actually, you can't even ask SG3 in this one. I think we're going to skip you on this one, my man. So, uh... Oh, I, know, brother, I appreciate it. 
<laughs> I do apologize that. Uh, now, as far as for me, then, I guess, we'll go with me. Pros of the movie. For sure, like uh, Director RJ, I did love the beginning scene. Um, I did like how they kind of showed that. But once it kind of went on there, I'm sorry. It was, what was the purpose of this beginning scene? There was nothing in it that made any sense to me that was to it. But it was a good scene, nonetheless. Um, otherwise, Gail Godot's performance, she had little issues, my perspective of it. But she's a heck of an actress, and she's a heck of a one woman, so I'm going to give her that. Um, Villain-wise, Cheetah, I did like her outfit. You know, I, I think, yes, you could do a little bit better. But other than that, it's actually nice to see Cheetah in the movie and getting some respect. Um... And that's it, I guess. I'm going to go, that's all. Or the pros of the movie. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a nice, better conversation when it comes to cons. So cons-wise. Uh, Director RJ, I'm going to go with you on this one. Cons, what were your biggest issues of the movie? SG3 didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm going to get you next time, buddy. Believe me. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry about that, History 3. I just wanted to talk about the bus. Um, actually, I got you on the next show. Don't worry about it. I know I'm afraid of that. Mm. Um, a big con of the movie would be, uh, one, I felt like the story was like dragging a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, uh, big points that could have been used weren't really being, um, like, weren't leading to what you wanted them to lead to. Like, in the beginning, like you said, the beginning sequence, um, the Amazonians, they have all this trial and you're showing Wonder Woman, like, if you do this, you know, you can't cheat to win. Yeah. And they have, like, that little scenario, that little, like, um, teaching that they give her. Yeah. It has a little bit of uh, an impact into the film. I wish it would have had more of a snap, you know, like something to make you say, oh, yeah, she's right. Okay. Um, Cheetah... You didn't really get much of her in the film. Um, even her wish, like, for her to become Cheetah, I think it would have been better if they would have done something more to make her Cheetah than just the wish. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Pedro Pascual's uh, Max Lord. I feel like his villain was just too corny, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a wish, you know, and uh, I'll take something from you. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just couldn't get into that much of it. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, I probably let y'all keep going while I think of more cons. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Exes, I'm going to jump back on you on this one. Since SG3, we're going to kind of skip them on this, bad boy. Uh, Cons-wise, Exes, what, what actually would be your biggest issue pertaining to the movie? I think they made a mistake not keeping the same atmosphere and style mm-hmm. as the first movie. Um, are we, we can talk about spoilers, right? Yes, definitely. Yes. Go right ahead. Um, I didn't see a a point to them bringing Steve back. Um, when I first saw that he was coming back in the trailer, I was really excited because I thought Mm -hmm. that they were great together in the first movie. Yes. But when you get down to it, you think, okay, well, Steve's mortal. Steve's going to die at some point. And there's a good chance that Steve is going to, hell, Steve already died. So there's a good chance that he's going to leave in this movie. (laughs) And it was just unnecessary. Like, she already went through that pain. And so we spent probably a third of the movie with her dealing with that pain again. Mm -hmm. And we spent like 10 minutes on his wardrobe and (laughs) like that stupid scene. And... I feel like there were certain things in the trailer, like the golden armor, that mm. I thought were going to be like a big part of it. And then we get to the end of it, and it gets torn apart. What and is she wears like the base of it, and that's it. Mm. And um, the fact that the villain's kryptonite is the fact that he has a child. It's just kind of rough, and like he had a story. He's already got a story. I don't know why it changed. Yes, agreed. Very agreed. Uh, jumping that, I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna 
piggyback on that one. Uh, yes, the gold armor. Didn't make no dang old sense to involve the gold armor. You had a good story leading up to it. The issue that you had was you put it on for, like you said, 10 seconds, maybe 5 minutes of the movie, and it's done. Rip the shreds. You know what I mean? I, as far as the whole Cheetah thing, would have been a lot better if you would have had Cheetah actually transform the Cheetah a little earlier in the film. Her and Wonder Woman have a nice little battle going out. The first fight, she gets beat up pretty bad. She gets scarred up real good. She can, Obviously, she can't heal um, just because of the wish that she made. And it, 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 it messes with her mind. So going into the second fight, here's the reason why you get the golden shield. Here's the why, reason why you put it on. So that way it protects you from old girl's claws and messing, getting jacked up from Cheetah herself and getting beat up to a pulp. Um that's one thing I definitely would agree with you on that one. Why they messed up on that. Max Lord. Yes, you had a good story. But I did not understand his purpose in the film. Why give a person the god of... Uh, what was it? Lies? I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. It And that story particularly, if you already had Cheetah being the villain in that one. Um, did not make any sense to me at all whatsoever. Steve, bringing him back in the story... Reason why? I don't know. You're 1984 now. It's 70 years, if I'm not mistaken, past the whole time frame on that one. And yet he comes back in, and yet he leaves right again, back again. Sorry. <laughs> I, at first, when you showed us the the, um, the trailers, nice to see him coming back. Let's hope he would add a good storyline to it. But the story behind it, sorry, Patty, you messed up there. Did not understand it at all. Um and I, no lie, the first time around I watched the film, I fell asleep. Now, when I, if I fall asleep watching the film, I'm sorry, then the film must have a major issues. So I didn't want to give a bad critique on it just because of that instance. So I forced myself to say I'm going to watch it one more time, and I'm going to sit up. I'm going to drink myself an energy drink just to make sure I don't fall asleep. And let's see the actual film and depict it word for word. Saw it the second time around. Same thing. I was falling asleep. Did not make any sense to me. I apologize on that one, Wonder Woman, because you you deserve more respect from me on that. But that was the issue. And as far as them stating that they want to go for a round three with same Patty again and Gal Gadot, I'm sorry, Patty. I think your time as Wonder Woman and storytelling (laughs) is over. The first one was perfect. But what you did in 1984, you messed it all up. I think you need some fresh mind up in there. Give a good depiction of Wonder Woman third third time around. Keep Gail Godot on there and leave it at that. So that's the cons of the movie for sure. Woo, that was a lot. <laughs> I, I can speak on something, though. Yeah, see? Uh, I can't speak on the movie, but I can speak on something. Go right ahead. Something, go ahead, SG3. I, I, I noticed that DC does that though a lot. Um, DC does it where... The trailer hypes you up for the movie, but the movie is a letdown, and it's like, why couldn't you just keep what the trailer showed? <laughs> Example, Justice League. Y'all know my rant on that one. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, honestly, man, it, it's, I feel the same way that DC, they come up with a great movie, and then for some odd reason, like, they don't follow up with it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's like really brought down DC, and that's one thing that's really propelled Marvel is that they continue from the same momentum from the first one. Yes. And some people could watch, like for example, um, uh, between all the Avengers movies, all the years that passed between one Avengers movie to the next to the next to the next, it was you still felt like that, like that flow go through. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I feel that DC they're lacking on. They don't carry that same flow. It's like somewhere between the first movie and the next movie, you miss the flow. You miss the magic. You missed it. Mm-hmm. And I feel that once DC can bridge that gap with the magic that's missed, heck, we're going to have some great movies. Just right now, though, I feel that they just need to find that little niche. Yes. Definitely agree with you on that. Good good perspective, SG3. I appreciate your comment on that one. <laughs> Uh, now, as far as what will we change in the movie, uh, the film, you would say, uh, X's, I'm going to start with you on this one, my darling. Uh, what do you think should have changed 
perspectively wise, besides what we're talking about the cons wise, what else do you think they should end up changing on the film? I think that they should have spent more time on Cheetah. And I think she's a good character Mm -hmm. and she deserves some more screen time. And I agree with what you said earlier about how she, um, she didn't hit her final form until the last battle, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And it would have been really interesting to see her cause trouble for more in the film. Definitely. Go with you on that one for sure. Um, Director RJ, what do you think as far as changing anything on the film? Mainly Cheetah. Everybody said it and I agree. Um, one thing you could have done different would have been, uh, you know how they said the wish, if you make it, you're going to lose something of yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, her wish was to be more like Diana. She wanted to be pretty. She wanted to be like um, everybody's attraction. Yes. I think that could have caused her to turn into Cheetah little by little. Like it could have been affecting her as time went by. So I think um, I think the wishes and what they were causing you would have been should have been different than what we got. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Gal Gadot. I think uh, Gal Gadot, her Wonder Woman, instead of her losing her powers, it would have been more interesting to see the guy that Steve Trevor was could have been um, aging. Like, Since Steve Trevor was around from 1940, so to see him start getting older and older and, you know, um, it's like, be careful what you wish for. And so she would have to renounce her wish to save him, and one way or another, she has to lose him. And Pedro Pascal, I think him, uh, instead of him turning into a stone, it would have been like, if he presented the stone to other people, like, you know, hold this, make a wish of, off of it, mm-hmm. and... It would have been more interesting with that happening instead of him holding it around. Yeah. And for it to lead to him meeting that uh, God of Lies, like they said, if he would have found the real God of Lies and the God of Lies takes a stone, and now Wonder Woman, either she fights Cheetah or she fights the God of Lies in this movie. Mm-hmm. You would have had a better fight. Um, another thing is, I wasn't too big. This is another con I thought of. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too big on. Uh, um, performance of her theme song when they played it. I feel like either the theme song was misplaced mm-hmm. or mistimed. Mm-hmm. So I think in times it would have been nice to have the theme song um, in the proper areas. Yeah. Just to a better impact. Probably like near the climax of the film would have been great to have it played. Could agree with you on that one. So those, yeah, those would be my uh, changes. Okay. Very good, very good. I think I think I kind of gave mine into the cons, but for sure, um, the whole aspect of Cheetah, I think we all definitely all agree on is we want a little bit more time, time of her in the film. I think what we got was very little as far as Cheetah herself and a little bit more of her story and where she came from and that type of stuff like that would have been a lot better in the film to kind of give us a good history on who she is as a person and why she ends up becoming Cheetah. I think that's one thing as the character... Um, that's always been missing in my perspective of knowing who she is being the villain for Wonder Woman. I honestly don't know why she's a villain of Wonder Woman, what the whole spiel on that was. This would have been a perfect time frame to kind of give that understanding. Um, and it being more of like a jealous type, how they did in the film where, you know, yes, Wonder Woman herself as, um, you know, her dressing up being human in a way, I guess you would say. Uh, and being loved and everyone thought she was pretty and type of stuff like that. Getting that depiction of it kind of, um, I think kind of, I guess mess with the character a little bit. Like, don't be je- don't, like the whole jealousy. I think it kind of was the issue I thought of. I think it would have been a better understanding of why I hate you so much and why I became cheetah to defeat you in perspective and why I wanted to be that. I think that should have been told better in the film for sure. Um, I guess this moves on to the next question as far as, is it worthy for a third film? If yes, should Patty Jenkins be returning as director for this film? Uh, X's, I'm going to go back to you on this one. Uh, do you think it deserves a third film? I know you don't want one with Patty, but it's happening. So we're getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, um, uh, yeah, I got it's, 
It's interesting because you kind of have to think, did she have more control over the first movie or the second movie? Good question. And I'm guessing she had more control over the second movie Mm -hmm. because the first one was a success and she hadn't really done much other than monster and like a couple other things. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, if that's true, then that's like not good. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I, I think Al is a wonderful actress. And it's kind of like the Star Wars movies. I liked Solo because any Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. True. And more Wonder Woman is still better than no, no Wonder Woman. There you go. I, so, actually, I, I mean, like you that. guys are still getting content about it, whether it's good or bad. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. Agreed. Agreed, Axis. I, I think when it comes to that announcement they made where her returning back, uh, I guess it was okay. You're right. It, you know, no Wonder Woman is better than one. You know, like having one woman itself, it's way better than have her. Have did I say that right? No, I think I said it wrong. But yes, Wonder Woman. Seeing her and getting content from her is better than no Wonder Woman at all whatsoever. So I guess I have to bite the bullet on that one, and kind of deal with it. But do I agree with it? No. I think that's a good question. Did she have more reign when it came over as far as the first film? Or does she have more rain in the second film? So yep. it kind of gets needs to understand a little bit on how much more she had more control of type of thing like yep. that. I think that's a that's a good question to ask. Uh, Director RJ, jumping to you on that one. What do you think? Third film with Patty or no Patty? Actually, I think she deserves a, a try, you know, like the third chance. Um, her first film was good. I mean, you know, that means to tell you she could have done something good with the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, if getting given the right writer and the right um, approach. I believe the third one, she knows her mistakes of what she did in part two. It's everywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more open eye of what you can do better, especially if she brings in Sorcy, which is one of my favorite uh, villains from Wonder Woman's uh, like gallery of you know villains. So I like to see Patty Jenkins like take that uh, villain into a film and see what she could do with it. But yeah, I think she deserves a like a, a third chance, like a chance to prove that she's, you know, worth being in the superhero realm. Especially if after this, she's going to be doing a Star Wars film soon. True. So she like redemption is very necessary at the moment for her. Very true. Good thought. Good point. Good point. Uh, now moving on to the next question. Thoughts on Gail Godot's Wonder Woman performance? I think I'm gonna stick with you, Director RJ, on this one. What do you think? Thus far, so good. From beginning to now, she's still been a perfect Wonder Woman for me. Mm-hmm. I love her expressions. I love her, the way she brings herself in. Like she, she presents herself like a true princess, is like a true queen when she walks into the scene. Mm-hmm. And I feel like still the scene, no matter who she's with. Uh, you've seen it when she appeared with uh, with Ben Affleck, yeah, and with uh, Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. and see her fight scene with uh, Doomsday in that movie or over here when she fought Cheetah you know her her the expressions the way she talked to Cheetah like you know Barbara what have you done like you could feel her emotions as she talks so I think um, I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and I feel like she could still keep going even after the trilogy I feel like she could do more if she wants to very good. Oh, Director RJ asking as, for more. As one woman. That's good. Very good. Exus, uh, as far as Gal Gadot, uh, love her performance as Wonder Woman or, hmm, okay. Yeah, she was great. She she did as best as she could with the script and I have no complaints. I've, I've liked her for a long time. Very good. Very good. Uh, now, piggybacking what Director RJ said, extending. Do you think it's good that maybe she can get a little bit more screen time as Wonder Woman, even if it's more kind of like the Tony Stark, I guess you would say, in, in the Marvel industry? Would it be nice and easy to see her keep going as Wonder Woman as long as she can? Yeah, I I kind of almost prefer it when they don't jump to a new actor every three movies. Yeah. So the more that we can get out of her, the better, I think. Very true, very true. I think she's been on a good performance standard point uh, when it comes to Wonder Woman. And to keep her on there and keep her going as much as possible, I would say so. She has not thus far let me down. Like Director Roger said, keeps up with the actual feeling 
of Wonder Woman. It kind of keeps it going. So I love it. I think she deserves it. Time-wise, I think she needs some time in between because she thinks she's getting surgery or something like that done. She got a little hurt when it came to this last film. So, you know, we need to keep her healthy and keep her going as long as possible. Uh, now, after the trilogy is over, what do you think is next for the woman besides that trilogy? Are we going to be... Well, I give I open the thoughts, Texas. What do you think we'll get after the trilogy-wise? Are we going to see more Justice League type of standard or we're going to kind of get a good pause? I'd like to see a good Green Lantern movie. Ooh. Yes, very true. I would agree on that. Could she get a ring? I mean... Could she get a ring? Huh? Could, she, could Wonder Woman get a ring? Do you think she can actually end up wielding a ring of her own? That's not going to happen in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as it's not like the last Green Lantern movie we got, like, I'm down. Very Probably true. more Justice League. I think the current Justice League... Is like pretty good. Movies are okay. Yeah, and I, I want to see the new one, the uh, Snyder cut. So I got my HBO Max set up for it. So I'm gonna look out, look out for that one. Uh, Director RJ, after the trilogy, what do you want to see from Wonder Woman? Oh, so far, Green Lantern would be a good idea, mm-hmm. or like a Green Lantern Corps type of thing. Man, I'm a big fan of John Stewart's Green Lantern, and uh, also the new girl that just came out. The I think she's Latina, but she I love her costume for a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. So if you get like Sparks type of thing, it would be amazing to just see various lanterns around uh, from Hal Jordan. I think at one point he becomes a White Lantern as it is too. Mm-hmm. And to like a trilogy ending into the Black Knight um, storyline, which is a really popular comic book series going on that went on for a while. Uh, for Wonder Woman herself, I think uh, I would like to see what Zack Snyder could do with Wonder Woman. Um, when he introduced her in uh, Batman vs Superman, he did such an amazing job. I like to see him take over the mantle later on. If he continues on, as far as what we know, to kind of uh, comment on that, Zack Snyder kind of already stated after this this Snyder cut, he believes he's done. He's wanting to move on for future projects. But yes, I would have to agree on that. If we what he does with Wonder Woman. Thus far has been great when he, you know, put her in Batman vs Superman, and what he had ideal going for in her Justice League, in his Justice League movie, would have been on point to see a perfect side of it and kind of see what it does in this next one. I'm gonna actually want to see that for sure, and it's a good one. Um, SG three, you want to comment on that one? What do we want to see from Wonder Woman sure. going forward? <laughs> Absolutely, I'll comment on this one. Um, firstly. I just want to say thank you to Miss Texas for what she just said about Green Lantern. I appreciate you. The fact that you said that we need a better movie than the first one we got. I really appreciate you more than you'll ever know, man. Oh, my goodness. I was going to say, can you repeat that one more time for Director RJ? Because I don't think he heard you. Oh. Anyway, I don't wait for I mean, what's, <laughs> you guys, why are you guys getting bad heat on Green Lantern? That was a good movie. It was a, it was a good movie. We had a great villain. You know, we had, we had that weird guy with the brain looking like yeah. the leader from uh, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, good yeah, action good from uh, from uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. The fact that you had someone else on this particular show. I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that. Like, you're going against a cloud, and the way he beats him is he just says, oh, you know, he's just like, boom, take light. That's it. True. So I feel like, just like we said with Wonder Woman and other past movies, when the villain gets easily defeated like that, it's like, well, why bring him up so much if you're just going to make it look like such an easy, you know, Blow like that's it. You're over. Correct. Correct. A good, a so, nice, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I told you off that day. I apologize. <laughs> and I, I, I like 
like I said, I didn't have to wait for the other show to do it. So. <laughs> Very good. To go, to go, um, to go based off that, um, I've only seen her in one movie, which is Justice League. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to the best movie. Yes, I watched Justice League and I almost threw my popcorn at the big screen because I was so upset with that movie. I had a better idea in my mind than what they came up with. Twenty years waiting for that movie for no reason. Not gonna stop my rent there. Just go from there. Um, <laughs> LA seven. See, there you go. Oh lord. So, in the one performance I've ever seen her do, Wonder Woman, she was great. She was, she was right on point. I feel that she embodies Wonder Woman in more ways than just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope she continues going forward. As X has said, I, I don't want to see someone else have to come into the role because it's like. You're gonna kill it. Like honestly, you're just gonna kill it. Um, it's like, for example, if someone was to try to come in and be now Captain America, mm-hmm. you can't. It, it, it's not gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Someone tries to come in and be Iron Man now, it's not gonna be the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we as fans, we have fallen in love with these characters. So, um, unfortunately, the only one that is always changing is Batman. That man changed. That man changes actors. Like we change underwear. Not the <laughs> conversation. Spider Man. Spider Man does change. Spider Man. Spider-Man too. Um, but at the end of the day, though, I feel that I hope they do Justice League too. I hope they do Justice League instead of it being Batman versus Superman Part Two with some friends. Um, I hope they do something along with it. I hope they, I hope they just make DC Universe better than what it has been. Unfortunately, DC Universe in the past three, four years, I would say, has not gotten the best rap. Nope. So I feel that you can technically restart, push that reset button and go forward. And then maybe three, four years, you can bring out Batman versus Superman. Hmm. Two years later, Justice League. Hmm. But at least so now you have. And if you want to start off with Aquaman, because Aquaman 2 is coming up, and if you want to make that movie better than what, it, you, know, what you already had, run with it. Make that your starting point go forward mm-hmm. good point well, I mean I'm waiting for the Flash to happen because Flash is going to have the one important thing one important element to me that's Michael freaking Keaton as Batman <laughs> yes yes Michael freaking Keaton Michael freaking Keaton that's all we ever hear about <laughs> I'm going to go with director RJ I think that's the only great thing about that movie that I'm excited to see about the Flash is seeing Michael freaking Keaton becoming Batman all over again <laughs> But other than that, seeing what's his face becoming Flash again? I'm sorry, I don't I don't. That's not my not my favorite point. Ezra Miller, that's the name. Mm, sorry, I had to remember his name. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not excited to see that one. So, uh, any final thoughts, Director RJ? On the whole thing or yeah. on the whole entire show? Yeah, that's all the questions that we had for the one woman talk. Oh, we are okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I think my final thoughts would be. Um, they could really revamp DC as much as they can. Don't try to chase Marvel as hard as they've been trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus more on their solo films. Build up a team up. If you want to do a team up, do uh, like one and one team up, like Batman and Superman teaming up, or Wonder Woman and uh, Green Lantern stuff like that. Like build small things. Um, it was great to finally talk to Exes on our show. It was actually really fun. Thank you for being on our show today. Uh, SG3, I'm sorry about the Green Lantern thing. <laughs> I apologize for the 30th time, I believe. And I was in 37 when Justice League came out. It was, I'm actually younger than that. Oh, That's all I got. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, SG3, any final thoughts? Firstly. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. It really means a lot to us for taking the time to talk to us. I know we're a bunch of weirdos, but we really appreciate your time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, for sure. Access. Uh, now, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. You're not done? I was gonna, no, I'm not done yet. I was going to say, Director RJ, I still have a lot more. I'm sorry. I still received from you for the Green Lantern comment because I told you for many, many years the fact that it sucked that you go, no, 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 but you're just a pansy. So guess what, pansy? <laughs> you're not going to take on this. Next uh, half of the season to come up, so we'll take a break from that. Yeah, exactly. When we come back, we can do me apologizing a little bit at all. That's okay. I'm still gonna take it. (laughs) Very true. Very good. And uh, at this point, though, one more time, just big, big thank you. 
very, very big thank you to Access. Really appreciate it. Thank you for the conversation and for taking the time. Tony the Kid, um, back to you. Thank you very much. Now, Access, we'll leave this floor for you, my darling. Um, go ahead and let us know where fans can find you, your, your Instagram, are you on TikTok, Facebook, any other social media standpoints, content-wise. We'll definitely um, keep sharing your content for sure and let the fans know where they can find you, my darling. Yeah, thank you. Um, my main page is my Instagram, mm-hmm. and it's Access with an underscore. It's E-K-S-Y-S. And my bio over there has a, um, a list of my other social medias. I do have a Twitter and a Facebook and a Twitch. Perfect. Very good. Very good. Um, thank you definitely for joining us, Access, on our midseason finale. It's been wonderful. I appreciate your conversation when it came to 1184. I think that was one movie I've been wanting to kind of chit-chat about. And to have you on there is awesome. Definitely love to get your perspective of it and appreciate your um, your time being with us for sure. And listen to these two weirdos um, on the fact of that too as well. So I definitely love Don't it. Don't forget yourself, brother. Don't forget yourself. <laughs> Come on, I yes. yourself up in this. You're right. I'm, 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 <laughs> put myself on there, definitely for sure. Um, thank you guys again, Rejects, for joining us. Uh, Director RJ, end us off. for being on the show being a good listener to our show too as you said before um rejects out there uh, no matter what we said about Wonder Woman don't take us you know like give it if you want to give it a shot go ahead listen to it I mean watch it don't listen to it watch the movie um (laughs) watch the movie you know give your own opinion that's always been my um my thing is to give your own opinion about your films don't be like SG3 here who doesn't watch a film just because People say it's bad. Um, I watched Green Lantern, didn't I? <laughs> um, I don't recall. So, other than that, uh, you all for listening. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram, uh, Reject Rundown. Um, Facebook, we are a Reject Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, I think we're Reject Rundown. Mm, yes. Uh, TikTok, we're Reject Rundown. Do we still have the other one, Tom, uh, SG3? Still have that Snapchat. That's my bad. Okay, in the, in the progress. In the progress. Expanding is great. No Snapchat. We'll have it soon. And also Instagram. I think I mentioned that already. But you can find us there. You can find access on Instagram as well. And I will be sharing her uh, her pages more so we could get y'all to know her better. Very true. Um, as always, I want y'all and y'all have a reject night. Take it. Take it away. <laughs>